Welcome to Screen Time, everybody. It's movies, streaming, and everything in between. Gary Tangway and Trujano. Uh, and today, we get to talk about movies the way it used to be. A movie. A movie. Just a good old-fashioned, you know, 90-minute, two-hour movie. Feel good. Root for somebody. Cheer for somebody in the end. And it is Air. Uh, directed by Ben Affleck. Of course, starring Matt Damon as Sonny Vaccaro. It is about the boom of Nike and its relationship uh, with Michael Jordan. And I got to tell you, Jude, there was a lot, there's a lot of anticipation with this. A lot of anticipation. A lot of anticipation. Um, I actually know people who went to the theater to see it, which is unusual. I don't hear that much unless you're 14 and you go to see the Marvel movies. Right. Uh, I I, I want to check right now and I should have checked before I went. The box office did okay. Yeah, I'm sure it did. You know, you know, not bad for uh I want to see this by Amazon Studios, I guess. No, it is. Yeah. I mean, I think, no, it is it, one of them. Um, and then, uh, but I think it did like 50 million or something like that, which isn't bad. That's, that's a good number because no. it didn't, it couldn't have cost that much. A lot of interior scenes. Yeah. Okay. For worldwide, 88 million, 51 domestic, 36 international, which is pretty good in this day and age. This day and age, it's very good. All right. So, uh, again, directed by Affleck, who plays Phil Knight. Matt Damon plays Sonny Vaccaro. And if people aren't familiar with it, it's how Sonny Vaccaro, who was the development guy with Nike, and his job was to go out and get players that would sign with the shoe company. And at the point in time when we pick it up, Nike was, I mean, at the bottom. They went like 17 million or something. It was, you know, when you had Converse, and you had Adidas. They were they were a running shoe company. They were a running shoe company, right? And, and they had a billion dollars. They a billion dollars in running shoes. Yes. Yeah. No, it's just they just weren't in other sports like they are now. And this is the beginning of it, right here. Um, I, th- I think it was. It's an interesting story. You know, slice of life. Um, the writer Alex Convery, it's his first. Well, it's not his first script. He had two other scripts on the blacklist, but the first script that got sold and made. And uh, he got the idea watching The Last Dance. And it was like a five-minute segment about how Sonny Vaccaro got Nike, uh, got Michael Jordan to sign with Nike. And, you know, I knew of Sonny Vaccaro because I'm a big college basketball fan. Sure. It was even bigger back then. And, and everybody knew who Sonny Vaccaro was. He was Mr. AAU, right? He knew every basketball player in the country. Yeah. So well, he knew Jordan was going to be good. Started the five-star, right? Yeah. yeah. And... You know, the interesting thing, and, and they talk about it openly, is the writer got rewritten by Affleck. And you can see there's some good stuff in there. Not, not that Convery didn't write anything good. He's a good writer. Um, but the beauty of it, and I'll give Affleck credit for this. Apparently, at the end, he said to the writer, uh, I'm going to give you sole credit. We're not going to arbitrate. You know, a lot of people were involved in there were a lot of people involved more than even Affleck, you know, I'm sure Damon weighed in, Jason Bateman weighed in, other people probably weighed in. And he said, no, you're going to get sole credit, which is a great thing. It means a lot for a writer's career, but now everybody knows the story. So I don't know (laughs) whether that actually will work to his favor. He didn't write the damn thing. You know, you don't want that either. Uh, But in any event, that's an interesting story. I, I found myself feeling good while watching it. It was like, Open in a box of chocolate, you know. It yeah. Feels good, you know. 
you know, the next day, are you going to say, boy, I remember that box of chocolate. And I'm going to remember some of the funny lines made me feel good. You know, I love Affleck and Damon. So, you know, I felt good. And Jason Bateman's one of my favorites. So I liked it. You know, I, I, it I don't think it's an Academy Award winning film. Right. I, don't. I mean, the, the this is the issue, I think, and the challenges that Affleck and Damon have. It was their first time they reunited since Goodwill Hunting. A Goodwill Hunting is arguably a top five movie of all time. I it, mean, it's, it's in the top 20 for sure. Top 20 for sure. But if you sat around and had a debate and somebody had it in their top five, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, we could argue about it. But I mean, Goodwill Hunting is a tremendous movie. Well, it's I'll tell you my option. personal experience with it. I went to see it by my, I used to go to the movies by myself. I went to see it by myself in Framingham, Massachusetts. And I liked it so much. I thought about it for two days and I went back after two days and saw it again. Right. So it was now, that how often do you do that? And now, I just, so, so uh, I got to see why this is so good. I had to go back to see why I thought it was so good. So that's what Damon and Affleck have to compete with. They're competing with themselves mm -hmm. because people want to see the same thing. So if we're comparing this to Goodwill Hunting, Goodwill Hunting is a great movie. In my opinion, one of the greatest efforts of all time. If you want to say top 20, top 10, whatever. This movie's good. It's good. And right. I think one of the challenges that you have when you're doing a movie like this, because as we all know, Drew is writers. I love to write fiction. I like to make stuff up. But now Hollywood wants everything based on a true story. If you did a documentary on this, the documentary may have been more compelling or Maybe. as compelling because you knew what was going to happen. You knew you that know the ending. Gonna, you know the ending, and that's the challenge, right? Even when, and I, I, I don't think I'm giving anything away here because people know how it ends. Even when Picaro, Damon gets the call from David Fogg, played by Chris Messina, that he's going to go with Adidas. It looks like Adidas. Or actually, um, Chris Tucker calls and says, it looks like it's going to be Adidas. You know something's going to give. It has to, because we you know, know it's you know, so, so that's the challenge that a movie like this is up against. Well, it's like Titanic. You know the ending. I think yeah. what makes it interesting is we all just, you know how we assume things? So Air Jordans came out, and everybody thought, oh, they're great. You don't think about how did Air Jordans come about? How hard was it for Nike to have gotten it? Oh, look, I'm a big sports fan. I didn't know at the time what happened. Probably didn't care either, but it's how it comes about, which makes it interesting. I what, agree. What they had to go through. I agree. And what I found, there, there, are, there are two points that I found very interesting that I, make, I think I make, makes the story compelling, is Matthew Marr plays Peter Moore, the designer. And I had heard Drew along the way about the fine, but I had forgotten all about it. It was a great line in the movie. It's a great line in the movie. It's funny it comes from Strasser, though, because he's the guy who said it. We'll just pay the fines. Right. Right. You know, it's not it's not night, it's not even Vaccaro, who you would think would have thought of it. No, it's Strasser who is played by by Bateman. Yeah. And what happens is they come out with the design of the shoe, and fifty one percent of the shoe in the NBA had to be white. Right. And they come out and they I don't thought it was even more. I thought it was like 75 percent or something. OK, but and they show they don't. This was also good. They don't show the shoe until the very end. Perfect. Which was great. And they never show Michael Jordan. And Affleck talked about that at length. Yeah. He said yeah. we couldn't. No, There's no way. He goes, it's it not about him. 
But also, who's going to play Michael Jordan? Exactly. You can't do it, right? <laughs> so, um, I thought that that was great when they came up with the shoe and the designer came up with the shoe. And also, the designer said he was looking air. What was it? Air. Uh, it was a running shoe. It was going to be air something. Mm. It involved a running shoe. And, he, and then he comes up with air Jordan. And Damon said, I think Fox said that. Yeah. And he wouldn't give him credit. So, uh, how they came up with the name Air Jordan, how they came up with the shoe, and they were willing to pay the fine $5,000 a game. Yeah. $5,000 a game. So, I found that very interesting. I also found very interesting how, when he's on the phone with Dolores, Michael Jordan's mother, um, I also found it interesting how she says, We want a cut of every shoe. Yeah. Because I had forgotten about that. Now, as you know, I never knew about it. Never, I never had any knowledge of that. Well, if you take a look at what Michael Michael Jordan is worth $2 billion. And it's not because of what he made in the NBA. No. It's because of what he made with Nike. It's now, Nike. when I worked with Donnie Marshall doing the Celtics, he had told me about that. And I forgot all about it. Oh, did he? Yeah. He said, like when Ray Allen, Ray Allen was part of the Jordan brand. Every shoe that Ray Allen sold, Michael Jordan got a cut. Amazing. And that was Dolores. Worked out well for Nike, though. It changed the game. I mean, as you saw at the end, you know, Phil Knight was hopeful that they'd sell $3 million. They sold $165 million in the first year. Yeah, so whatever it was. So those points are very interesting. Um, I wanted more. I'll get your opinion on this. I wanted a little more from Bateman. As far, it, he won Strasser over, I think, a little too easily. It like it at first he was great. He was like, this isn't gonna work, this isn't gonna work. And then it kind of just happened very everything just yeah, went the snap little, of the fingers and he was in. And he was in. But and the best like, part of that was when he said and he talked about visiting his daughter every Sunday right, Sunday. Right. And I don't want to give up giving her the shoes and I don't want to give up my job. So it better work. And then he was in at the same time. So I, I and they kind of skated there. But that's the whole movie. It's it's a feel good movie. It, it's you're not going to be disappointed if you go see this movie. I guarantee it. You won't be disappointed. You're not going to think you just saw Casablanca or Chinatown or you know. No, 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 no. Or even Goodwill Hunting. You're not going to think that. And and the one thing I did like about Phil Knight, and the, I thought the good line at the end was, you know, he he said to, uh, he said Phil, why did you, you know, why did you think about this or why did you decide to go with it? He said, I went for a run and that was kind of it, yeah. you know, which kind of goes where the whole Nike mindset is. What did you think of Affleck's performance as Knight? It's hard for him to play Phil Knight. Phil Knight isn't 6'2", 6'3", 200 pounds, you know, muscular, you know, handsome guy. They made Affleck look less handsome. I'll give him that. Um, I, I just, it didn't bother me. I thought I, was, I, first I, of all, I was more bothered by David Falk, who's bald as a cucumber, and, and Chris Messina, who look, you know, he's a movie star, and you know, I love David Falk. He's a Syracuse grad. He was two years he was two years ahead of me at Syracuse. Well, I agree with you. I met David Falk. He was Antoine Walker's agent. Yeah, um, and I remember when David Falk came in, and I didn't understand the Chris Messina thing. I mean, I, I they could have gone with Rob Corddry, a local guy, and mm -hmm. I'm a Messina fan. But like Rob Corddry, you know, who uh, hails from Weymouth, uh, who's fit up top, would have been a great David Falk. 
they could have gone with other guys with that because he didn't look anything like them. I thought that Affleck's attempt at Phil Knight was was noble. I thought he tried to play him a little mercurial, a little out yeah, there. He is mercurial. Like he him. is. And, and that's my point. And I thought that that was good. And I thought he did a good job with it because I don't think Affleck recently gets enough credit for his acting. Well, you know why? Because he's such a great director and he's actually a great writer. I used to think everybody thought after Goodwill Hunting, oh, it's got to be Matt Damon's got to be the writer. No, oh, no, no, it's, no. And, and no offense to Damon. Damon's probably a very good writer. But no, I, mean, I mean, Affleck, you have said it. Affleck is one of the greatest writers and, and directors of our time, of his generation. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he is. He just gets it. Yeah, he's up there. Now, look, uh, he's, he's been in some bombs, but mostly as an actor, not as a writer. Well, I appreciated uh, Damon's attempt at Vaccaro. I mean, he gained weight. Yeah, um, Matt, like Carl's an Italian guy. He doesn't look like an Italian guy. Well, yeah, see, I didn't even think of that. But um, I think that Damon does a very good job later in life playing the everyday guy. Mm. Still water. Still right. water. There's, you know, yeah. I, I think he, he does a good job. He's a job. damn good actor. He just is. He's a very good actor. Um, I liked Bateman. Uh, you know, I, I like you said, I really... We enjoyed it. It wasn't great. It's good. So we said, go see it. Do you have anything else on it? I've talked a lot, Drew. You got anything else? No, it's good. To, to, happy to have you talk. It's just, that, it's pretty much what you need to know. Go see it. You won't be disappointed, but don't expect, you know. Goodwill hunting. Most people <laughs> say it's hunting. Awesome. Well, I think we're the toughest ones. Most people say it's awesome. Like everybody. It's I'm awesome because we have, there's very few things that get us excited. In streaming, how many times have you started streaming something and you got three episodes in and you never go back? Right. You know, there's a lot of that. And the movies that are made, except for, you know, Coda or something like that, you're like, nah, nice attempt. You know, and we've talked ad nauseum about how movies I think are dead. You know, Scorsese and Spielberg, I'll never admit it, but they are. Um, and so when you see one and it's good, you know, you got to, you know, I guess that's why people are saying. I, mean, well, I think most. I think most couples, if you ask them, "Hey, honey, what do you want to do tonight?" They don't want a movie. They want a streamer. They want more story. They want eight episodes, ten right. episodes. They don't want just two hours. That at best they're going to turn off after an hour and try to watch the next day. They're nah, not going to really do that. My, I do think that this attempt by Damon and Affleck, though, and company. I think this is a movie couples could watch. I think absolutely. It, That's the other thing. Could, it could set the standard to say for execs to think, okay, these guys did it. Maybe we need to, you know, start making just really good movies again with good storytelling that a couple will sit down and watch. Like my, Randy and I, I'll watch it again. Randy will sit down and watch this for two hours. Yeah, I mean, remember when you were in the box office, when you were in the theater, and you needed to make box office. Those people in the studios went for the target audience, which right. was, you know, at first 14-year-old boys, which is ludicrous until Titanic. Then they realized 14-year-old girls were pretty excited about movies too. And and so they just targeted. And now you don't have to target anymore because it's streaming. It Streaming is middle-aged, older people and young people. So but probably more middle-aged. But Well, I'll, I'll sit down in Van, my 17-year-old son, my wife and I can all watch this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. And enjoy it. So go see it. Watch it with the family. Affleck's a terrific director. Damon's a great actor. 
good job by good job done by all. Uh, Air, uh, it is on Amazon Prime. And for Giuliano, I'm Gary Tangway. Top five. We're going to do top five. Top five coming up. We're going to do top five Damon and Affleck movies as actors. Yeah, it doesn't, they both don't have to be in the same one. It's just either one of them being in it. Goodwill Hunting's off the map, right? Yeah, and except for Goodwill Hunting, because that's the given. That's going to be our top five. For Giuliano and Gary Tangway, this has been Screen Time, streaming movies, and everything in between.